Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Good morning, millennials, and welcome back to The Toast. Happy Thursday, Jackson Clotter, back in studio. The girls are at it again. The girls are what? They're at it again, and we're going to make you laugh. Maybe we'll make you cry. I don't know what's going to happen, but we're going to have a good time. My kind of improv singing skills, like songwriting on the fly, have really improved since I've been spending so much time with Harry. Le- yeah. Yesterday I wrote like a banger for Harry. Yeah, that was better than yesterday. Yeah, yesterday I was using the Little Einstein guitar, and I just want to say, Little Einstein's an amazing company. Their guitar sucks. No, like, you're wrong for that. I can't get that. creative. You're wrong for that. I can't get creative. You're wrong for that. The guitar is so good. Don't listen to her. She has, doesn't know. No, the drums are amazing. The Little Einstein drums. I think the guitar is better than the drums. And at home we have like a little guitar with strings. I guess it's like a little ukulele, which was always fun. But then here we got this electric. little Einstein electric guitar. We actually have a, a different electric guitar at home too. It's like in the shape of a dog. It's it's funny. It's unique. Okay. It's fun though. This is the best guitar for kids, little Einstein. I don't agree. It it doesn't spark creativity. You're wrong for that. I'm just saying. You're wrong. Um, it is 1,000 degrees in New York yeah. today. It is satanic. It's disgusting. Honestly, had I known it would have been so hot, I would have told you not to come into the studio. I can't even imagine how uncomfortable you are. I was already uncomfortable just like being me Pregnant. right now. Um, so many different ailments. Now, when you were thinking like me and Zach, we want to try for baby number two, because I think a lot about the timing. Yeah. So tell me when exactly you conceived so I can avoid that month <laughs> like the fucking plague, because then you are your most uncomfortable in the dead of summer. End of November. All right, girls, we're waiting. We're not getting pregnant in November. No, but like, okay, if you got pregnant in January, you would be like seven, eight months in, six, seven months What in month the would I have to get pregnant to avoid the summer entirely? I want to be- September. Okay, because fine, I'll be postpartum in the summer. Okay. September? September, yeah. Okay. Like that's, it's not going to work for me. Or I need to move to Antarctica. Well, you should move there anyway. I completely agree. You guys, it's so thick and it smells. Like this is really truly the worst time to be alive in New York City. Like it's so hot. My thighs are, even right now, like the air is on in here. It's not enough. No, the, the air is barely on in here. We are just two sweaty oafs trying to do our best. I'm not sweating right now, but like oh. I feel, my... The air feels thick, like it's hard to breathe, but it was already hard to breathe. So true. Well, you're a hero, seriously. Uh, uh, I'm glad I decided to wear my hair up, though. That was more out of laziness because it was like, I was going to, I washed my hair last night. I was going to do it today. I'm like, why would I do it for one show? Yeah. It takes so much out of me to do my hair right now. Are you sitting or are you standing when you're doing it? I've been standing, but I think. We got to get you a chair. If I were to do it again, I would sit, but then like, I can't see the mirror. It's just problematic. So bun it is. But it is. Well, you look great. You look so cute. Thanks. I'm so happy to be back in the studio. There's really nothing quite like it. There is nothing quite like it. And we've got a gorgeous show. Yesterday was such a long episode. We didn't even get to Dear Toasters. And we had three amazing submissions. So we're going to do that today. We're going to talk about the stories. Tell yeah. me. Use three words to define today's stories. Topical. Mm-hmm. I would hope. <laughs> Varied. Ooh. Oh, maybe perhaps Layered. We shall see. We shall see. That's like, to be discovered. The meaning we find behind the story. If we can find meaning. Yeah. Random would be the third. And we're, you think we're just going to like sit here and soak up each other's awesomeness, you think? Do, do we ever do anything else? No. No. 
So before we dive in, let's talk about ourselves. Like kind of the most important thing going on right now is us. Yeah, and I would say the most important thing going on today, aside from the toast, of course, is the new episode of The Redheads that dropped. <gasps> yes, that's so true. We recorded last night. It is so long because we were loving talking about the book. We also like shared all the other books that we read this month. We were like nearing an hour and a half. It was craziness, but it was a really great episode. I don't want to spoil anything for The Redheads. I don't. However... Jax kind of learns a new language. Jax learns a new language. It's the, true. The book is centered around the deaf community. Yes. And they teach a little ASL in there. And Jackie's over here spelling Bruno's name. Do it. Sick. I got that one like. Instantly. Yeah, that one's pretty easy. Jackie is taking me a little bit longer, but I've also only been practicing Bruno. It's just fun. Yeah, no. Did I do it? Sort of, almost. Tell us what she spells. Yeah, yeah, yeah. ASL is fucking hard. It is. It's like not what you would think. Like, oh, love, heart. Like, no. Some things are like me, you. Like, there right. are some. But some of the gestures are not as obvious as you would think that they could be, you know? Yeah. It's well, more layered. If you read the book, you learn a lot of gestures, but you also learn a lot about just like ASL, how it's very um, dynamic. Like, it includes your your shoulders, your head tilting, your eyebrows, your facial expressions. Like when your eyebrows go up, that's a question asked. Right, it's kind of like choreography. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a full body experience. And Love I think that. then some people are like better storytellers in ASL because they really gesticulate a lot. It was reminding me of the clip of the ASL interpreter from the Super Bowl. Right, well that's why like so many, like of the, the bet, you could be like a better sign language speaker than others and that's why the best go to like the Super Bowl yeah that's just like you could be a better orator than right. others a better public speaker just more compelling that's like anything any language it's so exciting that the redheads are back the redheads are back with a great episode so definitely check it out and even if you didn't read the book but you want to hear us chit chat we do a summary at the top of the show it gets harder the more pregnant I get because I talk for such long minutes periods of time on the redheads and by the end everyone's like are you okay do you have to edit out your heavy breathing no it's not heavy breathing but it's just like I'm catching my breath all the time kind of like Kelly Clarkson we decided that next month someone else is gonna do the summary and you know what like why not let them like why does it have to be me every time it's a lot of pressure speaking of catching my breath I have finally like now in the last couple of days sat down and really listened front to back to Kelly Clarkson's album okay which I hadn't done yet and that's a shame on me but I've been realizing tonight speak now comes out and I'm gonna be listening to that for the next month so I need to get all so I listened weirdly to Miley Cyrus's endless summer vacation a few times and it's literally amazing I can't believe I just like literally didn't care mm -hmm. and I've been listening to Kelly's it's so good like you can catch me playing cowboy in the wild wild west like it's so good I'm obsessed it's so good I've been listening a lot too while I get ready this morning I, I did something different I wanted to hear like the new music I also thought it was Friday it's so giving, today's giving Friday energy yesterday is, was Monday and today's Friday like it makes no sense so true I'm just like is the week over yet right because it just feels like it's so short it should be over but right. it's not so I was listening to my new music Friday the new Old Dominion album I was listening oh, to. Oh, I gotta do that. I gotta and then, do that. And like maybe Webb has a new song. So good. So good. It's, you know, summer, everyone's releasing bangers. Yeah. Tonight's like gonna be so exciting. There's so much on the horizon for, for the Swifties. Yeah, I guess tomorrow will be all about Speak Now TV. Also, Kardashians, I'm gonna watch today. Me too. I really can't put into words. How, how this schedule is not working for me. Inconvenient and annoying the new, not new, but like ever since they moved to Hulu, like how they drop their episodes at midnight. Like, because, you know, all these articles come out about the, um, the episode and like what happened in it because like they send out screeners to like, you know, E! News and everything. So you really can't even watch it. Like if you have a job, like you go to bed and you wake up, like you can't watch it till literally 24 hours later. Yeah. It's so annoying. Like I really, we never, ever, ever recap Kardashians on Thursdays. No, how could we? Right. And then by till, Friday, it feels old. I would have to stay up till 1 a.m. Right. And we're not doing that. We're little girls. That's crazy talk. It's so annoying. Yeah. So I'm excited to watch, though. Looks Me good. Me too. I think that the sit down between Court and Kim. Is this episode. Right. Yeah. Even though, like, they made it seem like it wasn't. Yeah. They're kind of dragging it out. But. Yeah. I'm lapping it up. Me too. But that's kind of the theme of the new Kardashians on Hulu, like dragging things out. Dragging things out. Everything's a commercial for their brands. Which, by the way, I kind of like that part. Like, I do find, especially with, like, Skims, like, I feel like not enough people talk about how Skims has become, like, literally, even though I'm, like, about to get blacklisted, I have to tell you a story. 
I told you yesterday, right? Yeah. So I placed an order. I love Skims. Like I cannot, I'm wearing a Skims bra right now. Oh, and I just want to say, like this isn't like clinical information or anything, but I was having crazy back problems and I literally got bras from Skims and I don't want to jinx it, but it's been like weeks and I haven't had a single back problem. Like I think maybe I've been wearing the wrong bra for, for years. For sure. But you also have been doing physical therapy. No, I haven't. I literally stopped. You've also been walking more. I have, I have. There's um, a lot of things, but sure. Skims. So I, I placed an order for Skims and I, you know what, actually, I really don't want to tell the story. It's like long-winded and boring. I love you that. You ever get that? Like, Yeah. And you know, I, I know it's going to be one of those stories where I like say the end and like no one's going to realize the story's over and it's like, I'm like, so yeah. You know? No, we usually do a good job of, of high, you don't really tell bad stories, but if you did, like, I don't even think we would notice. I just think but like. But I'm not in the mood to sit through a story about your customer service experience. No, I know. And I don't really feel like there's anyone worse on the planet than people who use like their platform to complain about, um small customer everyday service. mundane customer service things no like if I see someone like on Twitter or on Instagram stories like adding Delta like can't believe my flight was delayed like what are you gonna do about this literally unfollow like I just think there's like there's no worse way to use social media than to complain about customer service if you're like a person with a platform yeah I think some you know regular folk will be like at Delta like what's going on and they actually use it for real customer service not to just like complain and try and like shame a brand because you're an influencer or something right I hate that shit hate and I think when it's um lay people who do it sometimes like those things go viral because it's such a crazy thing that they've experienced right uh, but influencers are typically just complaining about things that people like just experience every day. Like nothing's perfect. No brand or service is perfect. And like, just move on. Just like fuck off. I literally hate shit like that. Yeah. <sighs> so glad I got that off my chest. I'm glad you did as well. And I guess we could get into the stories and get those off of our chest. I guess I was going to share that, um, my birthday's coming up. Yeah, I know. It's on Monday and I am taking the day off cause I'm not the type of person who works on my birthday. Um, but that's not the point of what I, why I brought it up. Why I brought it up is like, you know, every year, without fail, like the week of everyone's like, Claudia, what are we doing for your birthday? I'm like, I mean, not even a month before when we were with my friends, I think when we had brunch, like a month ago, they were like, Claudia, are you doing something for your birthday? Because like, I want to block off that weekend now. And you're like, no, I don't want to do anything. They're like, you always say that. I do. And I, but I said to them, like, she's not going to plan. If she plans anything, it will literally be the day before. So do it that way you will. Yeah. And so just major shout out to Jackie and Ben who yesterday were like, enough, enough. And they planned me a little dinner party, and I'm actually really excited about it. So that's I'm really exciting. excited too. I just want you to know the my the way I came at it was not from like an enough standpoint. You actually like wouldn't even you don't even realize that you wouldn't even let us like plan it for you. I texted Ben so that he and I could plan something together. Like for you, maybe God forbid a surprise or something that oh. you didn't know about. Oh, I didn't know that was an option. Yeah, and then you kind of just like took, took over. over planning, but that was not my intention. Like I was trying to plan it for you, make it nice. That's completely fair. And I reached out to Ben and I guess he just told you everything I was saying. He did. He did. And he kept saying like, we might go away. I'm like, I know her. She's not going away. Well, the I feel like the, you know, the, the most important thing here is that like we now have a plan. And I'm excited. And we have a good plan. Yeah, it's going to be great. I need to get an outfit. But like now I'm excited about it. Yeah. I, that's because we were talking about your birthday yesterday on the show. And I was like, she deserves a little soiree. She's not going to plan something for herself, nor should she. Because she like, like hates to be the center of attention. I was like, I think it's on me to do it. No, I love that. Thank Why you. Why not me? Why not you? With a sprinkle of Ben Soffer celebrity. Right. And you know, Ben, one, two, three, got the place booked. Right. That's so bad. Right. So I think we made a really good team. I'm excited about it. But you were not meant to like make your own invitation and stuff. Like oh. I, I was okay. like trying to do it. Like so. No, like I'm, I'm good with how we landed. Yeah. I feel good about it. Me too. That's all that matters. That's true. So... Now, without further ado, I keep feeling like this is the last show before your birthday, but it's not. It's not. It's I'm also like, Thursday. seriously, I'm so fucking hot. Like, I'm not Put okay. Put your hair up. I know. Put it's your just hair up. It's satanic outside, and it's like, the windows are bringing like it's, the hot air in here. Yeah, it's not much better in here. How does that look? Like, hair's okay? Up. Okay, hair's up. Like, it's just too hot. Without further ado, do, 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 here are the Fast Five stories that you need to know. And the Fast Five stories that you need to know are brought to you by Thrive Cosmetics. Thrive Cosmetics is a fabulous cosmetic brand, and there's a million reasons to love it, but I would say the number one reason is because their stuff is really good. I'm wearing the mascara today. Um, the mascara is the best mascara on the market. I use it in every single one of my Get Ready With Me's. It's that green tube. It's called the Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara. It has more than 25,000 five-star reviews for a reason. It mim mimics the look of lash, lash extensions. Am I okay? Without the damaging glue or salon prices, they use a proprietary tubing formula, which means that it wraps around each 
of your lashes as you apply it and it'll drastically lengthen and define your lashes from root to tip my lashes are like my least favorite part of my glam routine i have the worst lashes they're so straight i can never get them to stay up but when i curl them and use this mascara it is i just i, I promise you like i know this is an ad but i use mascara every single day i use a lot of other products too but that's definitely my favorite Jack and I love their um, hydrating lip tints because like summertime, like we're all licking our lips. It's so hot. We need like hydration, but we also want to look stunning. You also need a tint. You want to look alive. So that's the um, hydrating, the sheer strength hydrating lip tint. The colors are really pretty. It goes on really well. It lasts a long time. They have just fabulous products. They also have waterproof eyeliner, eye brighteners, um, and it's certified 100% vegan and cruelty free. It's made with clean skin loving ingredients. It has no parabens, no sulfates, no athletes and it's all without compromising performance and it's called thrive cosmetics for a reason a part of their mission is every purchase supports organizations that help communities thrive so you have to try thrive cosmetics to see for yourself right now you can get an exclusive 20 percent off when you visit thrivecosmetics.com slash toast that's c-a-u-s-e medics so thrivecosmetics.com slash toast today's episode is also brought to you by mattress firm temperature is a common sleep disruptor and one of the things that could affect your quality of sleep I mean hello it's satanically demonically hot outside and we're all like you know sleeping on top of the covers because it's so hot mm -hmm. mattress firm has got you covered their sleep experts get over 200 hours of training so they can pair you with the right mattress if you sleep hot at night some of us sleep hot year round some of us only sleep hot in the summer we all are different some of us are pregnant sleeping mad hot so true so you can chat with a sleep expert in store or online with mattress firm you take their online mattress matcher quiz and you'll be matched with a high quality mattress at every price point from top brands like Tempur-Pedic Stearns and Foster Serta Purple Beautyrest Sleepies and more if you're looking for a convenient mattress in a box they can also help you with that mattress firm has more than just mattresses they have cooling sheets and pillows that help regulate your temperature because the last thing you want to worry about is just being hot also the last thing you want to worry about is torturous mattress delivery, but Mattress Firm offers free and fast delivery. So the difference between having a great night's sleep and a bad one is everything. The right mattress matters and Mattress Firm will help you find yours. So Mattress Firm's July 4th sale is the place to find high quality mattresses at every price point. This is a sale if you want to upgrade to a cooler mattress and accessories. Shop in line, shop in store or online at mattressfirm.com. I got my Mattress Firm mattress when I moved into this apartment it's maybe been five years I got it I think it was like a Labor Day sale I always shop mattress firm when it's like a big you know national holiday they love and federal holiday just like do, us they do love federal holiday I have the best mattress it's in the best condition I feel like it cleans really well like I always get like spray tan and stuff but it really it crushes it love that thank you you're welcome okay our first story of the day is like really awkward okay Kiki Palmer's boyfriend <gasps> yes is shaming her for wearing a risque outfit to an Usher concert. So Kiki Palmer's boyfriend and father of her son, Darius Jackson, seemingly shaded her for wearing a sexy outfit to Usher's Las Vegas residency show. He said, it's the outfit though, you a mom. Then he tweeted to explain and clarify and kind of like double down on- Because people were quite, like the second he went out, people were like, what the fuck? Literally. And he said, um, let me get the full quote one second there excuse me no you want to find it yeah like <laughs> it was said. like it was giving like very toxic masculine yeah okay here's okay he said we live in a generation where a man of the family doesn't want the wife and mother to his kids to showcase booty cheeks to please others and he gets told how much of a hater he is this is my family and my representation i have standards and morals to what i believe i rest my case Listen, you can have standards and morals all you fucking want, but to go on a public platform, especially when, you know, the girl, your girlfriend is like a major celebrity, like that's where this is becoming problematic. You want to have these conversations behind closed doors, whether I think you're right or wrong, that's your prerogative. Sure. The whole public thing. And I just want to say, I never saw an outfit so fucking cute as to what Kiki Palmer was wearing. She was wearing basically like, um, it was a bodysuit. It was like a, a strapless bodysuit, black, that really hugged her curves and like made her boobs look amazing with this um, sheer dress over Maxi it. Maxi dress. Maxi dress. It went to the floor and it was long sleeves. It really wasn't that crazy. No, as far as the crazy things that people, people wear, wear, especially celebrities, this is not even that crazy. Um, and then she kind of responded. She posted a series of pictures from the evening saying, I wish I had taken more pictures, but we were running late. I'm telling y'all right now, if you haven't seen Usher, you must go. He was so fabulous. Everyone's so, talking about Usher, by the way, like his concert. His residency. I'm sure. 
Usher I think is really go. good. You, I think you really forget like how many bangers Usher has. Yeah, but we had this conversation a few months ago in Florida, remember? If you really want more, sing it up louder. These are my confessions. Yeah. So Kiki's just being a queen about it. To me, it's so weird that he posted this on social media. It makes me feel like they are not together. So this is something an ex-boyfriend would do. Right, but then he also called her his wife, which she's not. Right. Also, I just find, I was shocked by this whole story because Kiki is such like an outspoken, like independent person. I feel like she needs to write a book. I think she's like been through a lot, like when she was a child star and stuff. So I just find it shocking that she would be with someone who kind of like, minimizes her I, I found this whole thing so confusing and I, I didn't I knew she had a boyfriend who like wasn't famous who was because when she got pregnant I was like wait does she even have a boyfriend mm-hmm. so I know that she's in a relationship with like you know somebody less famous than her or not famous at all um but I never thought much about their relationship and now I am and I'm like ew yeah he's giving like gr- like no, I'm not it's just into like it. a red flag that he would take to social media to shame her. That's like something that a hater does. Like you're a mom, you're right. better than that. And I agree with you. He's entitled to like his opinion. Sure, whatever. What he's entitled to like what he wants in a relationship and from his partner, but like leave us out of it. And like, don't embarrass, that's so embarrassing for her. I know it was, I was shocked. I was in tears. And at the end of the day, like we said, like this outfit actually isn't that crazy, especially like for a night out in Vegas with your girls. Technically, she's like literally where her She's her, covered from head, head to, to toe. toe. The dress goes to her wrists. Uh-huh. It's long sleeve and down to the and floor. And it's up to the neck. Yeah. So it's just, A, it's not that crazy of a thing to wear. B, like, why can't anything be private anymore? Like, okay, you want to have a fight with your wife? Sure. Like, why do we have to be here? Yeah, I feel like they can't be in a good place right now if, if this is what's happening. Or maybe they're not together. Yeah. I don't know. She, like, just gave birth. I really don't know. She also is very private about her relationship, which is why I think her... um pregnancy announcement was so shocking yeah and I think also why her response is just so glazing over the situation like she's not going to give this air yeah but you shouldn't be like having to you know get in PR crisis mode from your own partner no like when the call is coming from inside the house it's a problem like being a public figure is hard enough with like all these scandals and people trolling you and backlash whatever so for your own partner to be starting stuff oh for me deal breaker yeah it's been ever fucking said anything even remotely trolly like publicly bitch you're sleeping outside you're sleeping in the hallway i'm not talking to you for a month yeah if he if you like went to vegas and you were wearing something like sexy sexy and he said i'm sorry but you're theo's mom yeah i would literally i don't but the thing is like honestly it's so unbelievable that it would be funny it's so unbelievable because ben is always like take your shirt off like show some skin no it would be like oh ben's being funny yeah like haha (laughs) lol maybe darius no darius isn't being funny though because he doubled down oh with this whole thing about how he has morals and standards is it to say like the rest of us don't kiki doesn't okay now this might be like an incredibly like weird reference, but what does this remind you of? Naya yeah. Rivera. Naya Rivera. It's literally word for word what Naya Rivera said to Kim. I'm sorry, but you're a mom. Yeah. Like, okay, and? Yeah. Objection. Relevance? <laughs> what, moms can't be sexy? Look at Jackie O in that jumpsuit, okay? Please. This jumpsuit is the epitome of It's sexy. very revealing, according to Darius. <laughs> it's just as revealing as Kiki Palmer's outfit. Mm, maybe not. Mm-hmm. So this was a weird series of events. This was a weird series of events. It wasn't exactly how I expected to learn the name of Kiki Palmer's boyfriend, but here we are. Mm-hmm. Darius. All the best to them. Wishing them well, truly. Are you ready for our next story? Kind of the big news of the day. The B-N-O-T-D? Yeah. Threads. Yes. All the celebrities are already using Meta's Twitter rival called Threads. So the app launched yesterday. I guess it was supposed to launch today. It's called Threads. It's literally Twitter, but a different app. The interface and looks exactly the same. It's connected through your Instagram. It's really easy to sign up. Yes, I am on it. I actually got early access. I was the 2,000th person to join Threads. It's like not a big deal or anything. And um, what do you have to show for that? Uh, I have about 40,000 followers. Wow. It, it's all... Um, imported from Instagram so like when I joined it's like do you want to follow everyone you follow on Instagram I'm like sure so every time one of my followers signs up it's like yeah sure follow so it's kind of like easy if you already have a platform which is why I like it like I built my Instagram now I'm a threads influencer too you know but I do have a lot of thoughts the interface is exactly the same it's really the same purpose and I think you know everyone being imported from their real Instagrams makes it more um 
I feel I forget who I was having this conversation with, but it makes it more um, like accountable. It's like a real person, you know, it connects to their Instagram. And the thing about Twitter, what makes Twitter great, but also scary is the anonymity of it all. Like you literally need to provide no information to sign up. And that's where like a lot of like the most hilarious tweets come from, but it's also where like a lot of like the really fucking mean ones and like the doxing culture. But there are also Finstas, like you could have a Finsta and a Fred. Yes, yes, yes. But I think right now it's like everybody who's on it. Right, in this moment, everyone's signing up with their real ones, but it's just like anything else, it will become polluted with yes. trash. So right Right now it's a little boring like everyone's being like how great is this i'm like no be mean no it's like not only but the thing it's just a cycle it's just twitter 2.0 it's like i feel like just like when people have to just like take to share their thoughts like it kind of just devolves into meanness sometimes i know and that's how you get yourself canceled no like, so true i don't know like every like literally everyone joined not and me no not jackie but like when i was on and i got on early there was already like every j-lo like everyone mm -hmm. So I think it's just really whenever like a new app launches, like kind of like Clubhouse or um, Be Real. Or like Lemon. Lemonade. Lemon last week. Yeah. It's always exciting, like the first week and everybody checks. But the real proof is in the longevity. So like yeah. say what you want about Twitter. It's been around forever. It really is like the go-to place for updates and news and And, and also like the people that I follow on Instagram, I don't want to follow them on threads necessarily. I'm not following them for their amazing thoughts and opinions like I'm following because of gorgeous photos right. and like things that they're creating so I don't think that it's a like in the Twitter ecosystem already works because the people who have something to say have the follow like you know always new people can come up but like the people who are influential there are like thought leaders and Instagram influencers are not necessarily always the thought leaders yeah I think it'll take like a while for everyone to like like oh and the platform is is like very beta and i saw adam moseri posted a thing today like so excited that you're all excited about threads please keep in mind like this is you know a really early version like there's not even a a following page like all my timeline is not everyone i follow i'm like what the fuck do i care about these people like i never even heard of these people and there's no um there's a lot of features that aren't there yet so they launched prematurely i know they did launch like 24 hours early but there's still like a lot of features missing. So I, it might be like one of those cases where people get like fed up where the platform's like so beta. It's like, come on. I don't know what it means for Twitter. I, there's pros and cons for me. Like I think some of like the most, you know, people on Twitter who have like a ton of followers are like literally some of the worst people on the fucking planet. So like, I like love that they have to start over, you know? Mm -hmm. um, I like that it's connected to Instagram just selfishly. Like I like that I already have 40,000 followers and I've literally posted one thing. Mm -hmm. So there are things that I like about it, but then there are things I like roll my eyes at. Are you going to post it on it? Yeah. Like if, I, if I have a thought, like a funny joke. And and threads is going to be the place where you go. You're not going to make a reel or a TikTok well, or post your Instagram story. I haven't had a Twitter in years. So whenever I've had a funny thought, I've made it into a piece of content for Instagram or TikTok. And that's really worked well for me. So now I need to start factoring in threads into my social media strategy. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure. It's not, it's not clear yet whether this is going to be like completely ubiquitous, take over Twitter. You know, everyone's like Twitter sucks like ever since Elon bought it. I'm, I have, we have a toast Twitter and I'm always scrolling Twitter just like to see what the T is. Mm -hmm. um, it remains completely unchanged. People are like, it's been like shitty since Elon. I've had no problems and I use it every day. I think just people like hate Elon and they just want to rag on it. It literally is the same. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. Very interesting. It'll be interesting to see how it develops. I feel like the, one of the biggest things that people don't like about Elon is like his um, stance on like censorship. Stance on free speech. Exactly. Yeah. So I wonder like eventually threads if it's meant to be exactly like Twitter like is going to have to confront like censorship. censorship. And Meta actually has a pretty strong track record of censoring. So then maybe that's the, the old Twitter. Wait, well, maybe wants. it's like maybe maybe now you have two options. Yeah. Like maybe both can coexist. Maybe both. Mm, maybe. It'll be interesting. I feel like right now everyone's running to it. No one wants right. to be left behind. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I just don't really care right yeah. now. And I like. Wait, that's why everyone's on it. Like everyone's, whenever like a new app, people always join it just in case it becomes the next TikTok. Yeah. And Either it takes off or people just slowly stop using it. We don't know yet what's going to happen. And also everything now is like, hey, this is threads. Cool. Everyone's like, well, hi, guys. This is my threads. And yeah. then they're posting it like to their Instagram. I'm like, well, this needs to stop. Yeah, no. The I'm sharing. not on Instagram to see like, hey, guys, what's up? Your threads. Yeah. It's yeah. giving like when they launched status updates. 
Well, that was like a major flop that we don't talk about enough when right. Instagram and, like, did that. The first week it was like, what is this? And people, and then people would be like, you know, going to the mall. And like, I will have some days where I have zero status updates from the people I follow. Like there's nothing there. Oh, I've never seen one. <laughs> Really? Yeah. I'm pretty sure my Instagram, I told you, Girl With No Job is like literally always the last person on Instagram to get new. I never got the the status update feature, but I got it on Claude With No Job. And there's like two people I follow who always have one up. Yeah. It's a weird thing. So jury's out. Yeah, we'll have to wait and see what this means for the social stratosphere. I don't think it will really mean anything for Twitter in a meaningful way, but I do think that it could be its own thing of like, and here's where the Instagrammers go to put their thoughts. Right. Okay. As if there's like not enough places. Right. Right. So. We'll just have to wait and see with this one. Yeah. Our next story. There's a Barney movie coming out starring Daniel Kaluuya and it will be a play for adults. Yeah. I read something about this. So Daniel Kaluuya's upcoming Barney movie will not be family friendly. As the release of Barbie, which stars Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling, nears, Mattel, Mattel Films is sharing more about its other upcoming projects including the film about everyone's favorite purple dinosaur Mm -hmm. in an interview with the new yorker kevin mckeon an executive for the toy focus brand said that the movie will be surrealistic comparing it to the films of screenwriter directors charlie kaufman and spike jones so they did animalisa i'm thinking of ending things and her adaptation. Well, Daniel Kaluuya was also Get Out, right? It's yeah. like a spooky. But he's an actor. He doesn't. Yeah, like true, true. Thing. He also shared that the target demographic of the Barney film will not be that far in age from the original audience of the dinosaurs hit show Barney and Friends. The kids program ran from 1992 to 2009. He said, we're leaning into the millennial angst of the property rather than fine tuning this for kids. It's really a play for adults. Not that it's R rated, but it'll focus on some of the trials and tribulations of being 30 something growing up with Barney. Just the level of disenchantment within the generation. What the fuck does that like? Seriously, they've told us what the movie's about. What is it about? Like, what is it? I have it's not a documentary. no idea. I have no idea, honestly. It will be surrealistic. What does that mean? Let's see. So at first I thought it was going to be like a horror movie where like Barney goes and like murders a bunch of kids in the woods or something. Yeah, no, it sounds like... I have no idea. No, it's like very confusing. Surrealistic is having a strange dreamlike atmosphere or quality like that of a surrealist painting. Well, Miriam Webster, you're not supposed to use the word in the definition, but okay. Now you're coming for Miriam. Sorry. This sounds horrible. It does sound horrible. Um, And like, don't compare yourself to Barbie, you know? No, but it's Mattel. No, I get it. But like, they're obviously using the momentum of Barbie to like make some press for their losery movie. Don't. No, this is so bizarre. I can't even. I can't even imagine. I can't even fathom what it is. What is it? And the fact that it's like Barney for adults. Is everyone okay? No. And like the way you've done a whole interview with telling us what the movie is and we still don't get it. That's not a good sign. Yeah. But I do want to say I am like so here for the resurgence of Barney. You know, we had the Barney doc, you know, the dark side of Barney. Um, Barney was a cultural icon, like a real cornerstone of the zeitgeist. And so for him to be slowly being brought back, that I'm totally here for. Yes. Like Barney is a pee-jom. Yeah, I think kids these days need Barney. We grew up on Barney. We loved Barney. Oh my God, we were obsessed. A few times I've like put on some old Barney on YouTube, like for Harry, and it still hits. Slaps. Like it slaps. The songs are good. Clean up, clean up everybody everywhere. Clean up, clean up everybody do your share. Yeah. And it's a good message. Wow. And that's crazy because to me, that's like a ubiquitous song. Like Mm -hmm. years now, what has it been, 20 years since Barney? I feel like they use that song at every preschool. Yeah. I mean, maybe it came from somewhere else, but to me and like the way I remember it, it's popularized by Barney. Clean up. I would love to do, okay, you know how there's like a Barbie soundtrack? Yeah. I would love to get like maybe Fallout Boy to, be, to do like a punk rock. Clean up, clean up, everybody. Like, love that. Simple plan, maybe. Yeah, Panic at the Disco. Even though they're splitting up? Yeah, like they're done. Ta-ta. T-T-F-N. <laughs> Ta-ta for now. So. So. I, I have no words. We'll, we'll just have to wait and see. This is kind of the episode of like waiting and seeing. Waiting and seeing, though I will not be seeing this. I can tell you that. No, I, no, like I, I'm dying to see Barbie and I probably won't even see it. You know, like I'm yeah. definitely not seeing Barney. No, not especially if it's a surrealist for like distressed millennials who are having a hard time being a 30 something. Like, no, honestly, using the, and I know we say millennials every morning, but like 
using millennials in a non-ironic way in the description of this movie is like a surefire way to get me to, to not see it. No, and catering to something, leaning into millennial angst. What the fuck do millennials have to complain about? I don't know. Are you okay? No, like I'm just Is like, this story giving you heartburn? I'm just like, no. Yeah, it's going to be a no from us. But, you know, good luck on your project. Yeah, lacha. <laughs> Are you ready for our next story? Is it the story that's brought to you by Seed? Perhaps. Yes. All right. Well, if you struggle with any sort of gut issues, if you've been wanting to get into a prebiotic, check out Seed. Their DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic is a plant-based prebiotic and probiotic with a 24 strain that has been clinically or scientifically studied for its benefits. So it's free from 14 classes of allergens defined by the EFSA and more, including sugar-free, vegan, soy-free, sesame-free, gluten-free, peanut-free, dairy-free, shellfish-free, all the frees. And, you know, there's a lot of options out there. And here's where you should choose Seed because it's engineered to survive. It survives your external and internal environments. It's their capsule and capsule and via cap safeguard that makes sure um, your what you're taking is viable through digestion. A lot of times you'll take a probiotic, a prebiotic, and it literally won't make its way down your digestive tract. But Seed makes sure that it has an average of 100% of their probiotic starting dose to your colon. The outer capsule also serves as an elegant barrier for oxygen, moisture, and heat. So there's a many, many benefits to taking seed. You know, digestive health, of course, big soft duties we love, skin health. So they're, uh, they have four specific probiotic strains that have been shown to promote healthy skin and reinforce a healthy gut skin axis. Also, a great, another great benefit of taking seed is heart health. You can maintain blood cholesterol levels that are already in the normal range, and it supports healthy intestinal recycling of cholesterol and bile. So seed delivers the DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic to you monthly in sustainable packaging with a reusable glass jar that protects the pre probiotics inside and helps minimize plastic use and waste. All right, so if you want to start getting on that probiotic train, check out seed. We... Uh, of course, I have a deal for you. If you want to redeem 30% off your first month of Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic, go to seed.com slash toast. That's code toast at seed.com slash toast, code toast. Thank you. You're welcome. Hum, hum. You sound like a Hannah Montana transition. Oh, oh, yeah. You know how people have like music transitions between ads yeah. when the show starts. We should, should like... Should we start adding? We should ooh, rip some ooh. of the Hannah sounds. Yeah. That would be so funny. Iconic. Let's do it. Let's do it. What are the other ones? I keep singing the same one. Ooh, uh, ooh, uh, ooh, uh, uh, oh, yeah. Okay, we have one more ad break today, right? Yeah. So we'll put it in this episode for that ad break. Okay. So that's something for you guys to look forward to. Yeah. For you millennial, angsty millennials <laughs> out there. <laughs> Our next story, some star-crossed stars. Star-crossed stars. Honey Boo Boo's dad will be checking into Lamar Odom's rehab facility for prescription drug addiction. So is Honey Boo Boo's dad Sugar Bear? Sugar Bear. Sugar Bear hair? Sugar Bear Thompson is seeking help for an addiction, and he's turning to one of Lamar Odom's rehab centers for treatment. We reported uh, like a few months ago that Lamar Odom had opened his own rehab centers. Oh, I thought you meant a facility that Lamar went to. I'm like, why do we care? Oh, okay. No. Now I understand why this story is relevant. Relevant? <laughs> <laughs> Objection. Relevance? Sources close to Sugar Bear Hair tell TMZ that he reached out. <laughs> it's really hard not to say. Not to say Sugar Bear Hair. I just want to say I love Sugar Bear. Yeah. He reached out. I'm to trying to remember. He's is Sugar Bear the, the one who got the show canceled? I don't think so. I think It was one of Mama June's boyfriends. Yeah. Who was like acting inappropriately. He reached out to Lamar over the weekend about going to one of his treatment centers, and on Thursday evening, he will check into a facility in Kansas to focus on his recovery. Love this. TMZ has told Honey Boo Boo's dad is hooked on prescription drugs. He started taking as part of his diabetes treatment, oh. and he also has severe depression and anxiety. The sources oh. say that Sugar Bear first met Lamar last summer through their manager, and they've since established a friendship, which led him to start rehab at the Goldbridge, Goldbridge Treatment Center in Lewisburg, part of the Odom Recovery Group. Okay, I love this. I don't know how these two connected, but the fact that they did and like were able to help each other, like find each other, I'm like gonna cry. This is so sweet. It's so sweet. I'm glad that Sugar Bear has someone that he could turn to, and I'm also like happy for Lamar that he's found his purpose. No, totally. I'm like, this is so unexpected. Like, right? Start cross stars. I, I know. Like, I wouldn't, if you had, like, said to me, how do these two know each other? Like, I never would have 
paired these two. But I'm so, you know, sad for Sugar Bear that he's been going through this. And I'm glad that Lamar could be there for him in, in his time of need. Yeah, and I'm glad that he's getting the help that he needs and has, like, you know, turned himself to treatment. Honestly, I think, like, a Honey Boo Boo family documentary, like, is inc- like this family has been through a lot. Mm-hmm. And I don't watch any of their current, like, shows. I know they have some shows. And they're, like, all the girls are, like, rebelling against Mama June. Like, there's a lot going on in the Boo Boo universe. And Honey Boo Boo is not speaking with her dad, with Sugar Bear right now. She's, they're not on speaking terms? He wasn't from, at her graduation. That's so sad. Um, it, 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 The estrangement could be tied to his addiction. The sources say that right. he's hoping that he can mend fences with his daughter once he's completed his rehab stay. Oh. I, this is the family like I genuinely wish the best for. Like they, if you were there like during the TLC years before their show got canceled because Mama June was dating a predator. Um, but before that, like it was literally the best show on TV. The fact that it was in English and the whole show had subtitles was like one of my favorite parts. Yeah, because they were talking so fast and so country, like you literally could not understand a word that came out of their mouths. Yeah, but I watch everything with subtitles these days. So do I. I was just having that conversation with a bunch of my friends. Like that's a part of growing up. Like you know you're getting old when you officially watch everything with subtitles. Yeah. Like, I can't compute. I can no longer watch and listen at the same time. I don't know. I think it's just because a couple shows that we've watched, like, you've needed subtitles if you want to, like, really get every ounce of information, like Game of Thrones, yeah, for example. Yeah, Succession. And then it's like, oh, well, this is an uh, elevated experience. Yeah. But then there are some shows I cannot watch subtitles with. Like, oh, because it's moronic, like, like, like. Yes, like, I don't watch Housewives. I don't watch any reality shows with subtitles because they barely say anything of substance i'm not gonna miss anything yeah also i do feel like with reality tv and this just might be like i might be wrong but i feel like because it's not scripted they don't have the script to plug into the subtitles and sometimes it's not 100 percent. yes at least with like you know succession it's like they have the script and this is the exact word that was intended yeah but even the succession subtitles were infuriating oh 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 oh, yeah stutters oh 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 thinking like it's so unpleasant no but like you know exactly what they're trying to say yes. whereas with reality tv like sometimes they they just misinterpret them yeah and like game of thrones there's so much like dialogue and information in that dialogue that you really do need the subtitles but there's not you know crazy substantial conversations being had on housewives and that's why i like it yeah Agreed. Agreed. Are you ready for our fifth and final story some business news that's pertinent to everyone that i hadn't heard yet what Bed Bath & Beyond will be bought oh. by Overstock.com. Oh. And Overstock.com will change their website name to Bed Bath & Beyond you know, to I don't, become one. I don't think like as a society we really ever spoke about enough how bad of a brand name Overstock was. Yeah. Like how ugly. Like, oh, I love your, uh, your chaise lounge. Where is it from? Overstock. Like, it's so disgusting. Oversack.com. Right. Oh I couldn't God. even get myself to the store. What a gorgeous, you know, Persian silk rug you have. Where, wherever did you find that? Overstock.com. No, and they actually do have really nice things. Yes. And they, like, it does fit under the umbrella of bed and bath and beyond. Right. Bed Bath & Beyond, I feel like we've been talking about the demise of Bed Bath & Beyond for two fucking years. Like, first it was bankruptcy, then it was like, they're back, and then it was all the stores closing, and now they're getting bought. Like, they're kind of being dramatic. Like, just figure it out and leave us alone. No, but I'm happy that there will be, like, a next chapter for them, because I think it's a really great brand. Overstock will not be buying the stores, though. This is just, like, a, oh. an e-commerce deal, and they're buying pretty much the name for $21.5 million, which sounds low, but, like, they're just buying the name and, like, the digital assets. No, I get it, but, like, that definitely sucks, because I was like a big Bed Bath & Beyond customer and I've never once placed an order on their website. It was always on, like, I'm going to camp for the summer, I'm packing for college, I'm moving apartments, I'm going to Bed Bath & Beyond and spending at least $2,000, like, for everything I could possibly need. Yeah. But now they're not even having stores. But Overstock has really good online presence. They're all online. And and they have good shipping. And Bed Bath & Beyond has really good brand recognition. I actually think this is a love match. Okay. They're not buying Bye Bye Baby. I'm like upset about Bye Bye Baby going out. I feel like so many times I turn to Bye Bye Baby like, oh, I need a stroller. I got it from Bye Bye Baby. I feel like Bye Bye Baby is more relevant and, you know, successful than Bed Bath & Beyond. A couple of bidders have expressed interest in buying the Bye Bye Baby stores. Frida should buy it. But it remains unclear if any will be bought. No, I don't Frida think they need the stores. No, but like 
I, there's a store in the city and like so many times like when I first had Harry it was like they could do same day delivery and like that's where I would go to mm. I don't know why I would rather buy it from like Bye Bye Baby than Amazon right I just felt like if it was in Bye Bye Baby like it was the goods yeah honestly, it, if it's on Amazon you get you could pick from anything I really feel like Bye Bye Baby like should be bought by Amazon the same way they bought like Whole Foods but, oh I guess and you could do like pick up from Amazon same day at a Whole Foods you could buy your stroller and it'll be at your local Bye Bye Baby in 30 minutes, you know? Please. Somebody needs to say Bye Bye Baby. I know the moms, like, they need it. We do. Like, a store dedicated to baby tings. Because there's, like, not. No, like, not. Of course, there's, like, baby boutiques and, like, whatever. But, like, something that sells everything you could possibly need for, like, newborn, everything. Yeah, and, like, every brand, pretty much. Like, I know Bloomingdale's has the baby floor and they have strollers, bassinets, cribs, whatever. But, like, they have, like, three of each. Right. No, you need the Amazon for motherhood. And that's Bye Bye Baby. And Amazon needs to buy Bye Bye Baby. But also we need brick and mortar. Because sometimes you just want to run to the store. That's what I'm saying. It's like exactly what Amazon did with Whole Foods. They didn't yeah. close down all yes. the Whole Foods. Yes. And Whole Foods run very efficiently now. Yeah. I'm telling you. Free idea, Jeff. Free idea. Bye Bye Baby's a great brand. Yeah. So... Anyways, we'll see what happens with Overstock and Bed Bath & Beyond. But now Overstock will be called Bed Bath & Beyond. So that's like confusing. It is, but I think it makes sense. No, and I'm so here for the Overstock rebrand. Like one of the worst names. <laughs> like the fact that they made it that that they're so successful. And you know what? I actually feel like Wayfair kind of eclipsed Overstock. Overstock has been around, I feel, longer than Wayfair, but Wayfair, like Wayfair's shipping is literally like Amazon level. Yeah, but I don't associate the two as the same. Like when oh, I I'm do. going to Wayfair for something, it's not like I it's not what I would be going to overstock or something. I'm still furniture, but like when I'm going to Wayfair, like I know it's going to be like kind of cheap, not that great, but like, Oh, I disagree. It's going to, it's going to solve a problem. I disagree. Overstock. Like you could really get nice pieces. Yeah. But like the thing is, are they even overstocked items? Like they're not, it's such a misleading title. No, but it makes you feel like you're getting savings. Yes. Yes. I guess that's true. And I do feel like I'm getting savings. I don't know what savings I've gotten, but, right. but it feels that way. Right. Well, I just think Overstock needs to step their pussy up, and they are. They are. Because they're losing to the Wayfarers, the all-moderns of the world. Right. But what Overstock has that Wayfair does not have is, you know, no one's wondering if they're trafficking children. Yeah, okay. And that's, that's just kind of like a cloud that hangs over Wayfair. Yeah, but the, what a lot of people don't know about Wayfair is that they're part of like a family of brands. They're like, the, they're technically the same companies like allmodern.com. And Joss and Maine. Joss and Maine. And they're all different price points, but they're literally all the same mm -hmm. crap. Like, it's actually really smart how they have like different like websites for different price points, but they're all coming from the same like factory. Um, so they really have it all. Because I would consider like all modern on the same level as Overstock. I don't go there. I, I go to Wayfair. Yeah. They have it all. Except and they have for the trafficking. But what, what Wayfair does have that nobody else has is Kelly Clarkson as their spokesperson. That's you see true. those commercials where she gets in bed with those old people and starts singing? Uh, no, but I've seen her associated with Wayfair. Well, she has a, a furniture line on Wayfair while also being a spokesperson. She's in all their commercials. Yeah. And they're like, hey, you're Kelly Clarkson. Yeah, but you could really get anything on Wayfair. It's crazy. No, a child. <laughs> No, no, <laughs> no, that was a joke. But like, you really can't get anything. Yeah, they like I get these targeted ads for like some of the more random products that they have, especially like for kids and stuff like play water parks. Yeah, like, you could literally have a water park in your backyard. No, I for Michaela's birthday, I got her like the sickest playground from Wayfair. Yeah, she hasn't set it up yet. Rude. All right. Uh, those were the past five. You definitely needed to know them. Topical, varied and random. Definitely random. Definitely varied. Definitely topical. We do what we can. Um, but the show's not over yet because it's Thursday, which should mean nothing. But today it means everything. Because Dear Toasters, our weekly advice segment is coming on right now. Break for Hannah. Who? Well, I wasn't done. Like, okay, fine. Who? Yeah. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Buying tickets to your favorite event should not be stressful, yet here we are. But Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. So Game Time is the place for last-minute ticket deals. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. You can get exclusive flash deals on tickets from football, baseball, basketball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. The game time guarantee also means you'll always get the best price. So if you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you, not 100%, 110% of the difference. 
It's the fastest growing ticket app in the country for a reason. Get images of your seats before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're all set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone so you never have to dig through your email. So whether you live in a fabulous town with lots of events going on or you're traveling to a fabulous town or you're just traveling in general and you want to do something fabulous, it's so great to always have the Game Time app just downloaded on your phone. You know, find yourself in Charlotte, go to a Bobcats game. The possibilities are endless. They also have tickets for the Aeros Tour. When I was on uh, looking for Aeros Tour tickets, Game Time had. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code TOAST for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, you have to create an account, redeem with code TOAST, and you'll get $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Guaranteed. Dear Toasters is also brought to you by Impossible Foods. So it's grilling season, it's summer season, and not all of us want to harm the planet, you know? Mm -hmm. Not all of us want to consume meat. Whatever reason you might have, summer grilling is here and Impossible Foods is here for you. Impossible Foods wants you and your grill to join them in making meat history. So as you may or may not know, Impossible Beef is delicioso. It tastes like beef, and historically speaking, beef is delicious, but it's made from plants. Impossible has zero animal hormones and 19 grams of protein per serving, and it's better for the planet. Where would the planet be without meat made from plants? So obviously it's like summer grilling season, and I feel like everyone's trying to cut down on their meat intake. Impossible food is meat. I love their beef, but all their products are so good. I actually just had an Impossible Beef burrito on a Delta flight, and me and Margo, I don't know, oh, we were going to the ACMs. We scarfed that whole thing down. It was so delicious. It really tasted like authentic beef. And then I didn't have like a beef brick in my stomach, you know? Mm -hmm. Like I felt so much better. It was so good. It's better for the planet. So, and we only eat kosher beef, so when right. there's not kosher options, Impossible is a great option. You have never been able to have a beef burrito on a flight. Right. Because I'm just not privileged like that. Right. But Impossible Beef is out here. So start making meat history today. Head over to the meat aisle at your local store, grab some Impossible Beef or patties, and get grilling, girl. It's hot grill summer. Hot grill summer. All right, ready for Dear Toasters, our advice segment where we help toasters in need every Wednesday, but today we're doing Thursday? Yeah. So if you want to submit, our submissions are all anonymous. You don't have to worry about it. There are two ways to submit. You can just simply email your submission to deartoasters at gmail.com, or you can head over to our website, thetoastpodcast.com. Scroll down, and there's a Dear Toaster submission box, totally anonymous. We'll never know where it came from. No worries. And we've got three really good ones today. Ready? Mm-hmm. Hey, girlies. I've been married for eight years and I have three kids. Yesterday, my husband decided to tell me he finds me extremely unattractive because of all the mosquito bites I get on my legs in the summer. He doesn't want to have sex certain ways because of it. Trust me, I'm attractive. So I wasn't offended at first, but now I'm just stewing. I'm a stay-at-home mom. We have a big yard. It's summer. I'm outside with the kids all the time. Things will get me. And I don't want to drown myself in chemicals every day. So am I crazy to think that this is rude or anyone have any natural mosquito repellent suggestions so I can have sex in certain positions okay what the fuck this isn't a thing there's something else completely going on mosquito bites i mean first of all look at my legs i'm covered in bruise fake spray and uh, fake tan and mosquito bites and literally i don't think ben i could have literally I, my calf could be cut off and if we're having sex ben wouldn't even notice so this For is sure. not a thing there's no, something I've else i've had mosquito bites that look like welts so like maybe say, let's say it's about the mosquito bites okay. you know they're married eight years hopefully they can like say how they feel to right. each other i don't know like turn the fucking lights off if it bothers you like and the fact that he would even vocalize that is so delusional is so nuts he needs to be spoken to harshly no, the thing is like i don't by think, you i don't think that you should make any accommodations you shouldn't turn off the lights you shouldn't wear mosquito repellent no, he like, can turn off the lights no no how about that no but if he had just turned off the lights before he complained up. about it like we would have never known no but now that you know like you have every right to be offended i don't think you should make any sort of accommodations to make him feel better he seriously he's unwell yeah you need to lay into him and be like i'm with the kids all day every day i have mosquito bites like, like sorry i'm working so hard to raise our children oh, and like i'm willing to have sex with you oh right you should You're be welcome. grateful Right, and at least it's summer. I'm not sitting in the house letting the kids watch TV 24-7. Right. They're out of school, and I'm still challenging them and getting them physical activity. Fuck all the way off. He needs his ass reamed out. And then say, I don't want to have sex with you because you have a reamed ass. Yeah, okay, you need to rip him a new asshole, and then you need to be like, your asshole is weird. I'm kind of unattracted to you. So I don't think we should be having sex until you <laughs> like, get that fixed. But your asshole is ripped. So. Yeah, it's kind of gross. Yikes. Yeah. This just... Stern talking to. No, this screams toxic. Like, there's 
in no way, shape, or form was this an even remotely okay thing to say. Yeah, for sure. But like, they're married eight years. They have three kids. Like, this they is. They could be husband. honest with one. I get no, it. No, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, like, okay, it's it's not a good. It's a red flag, but like. We're past red flags. No, it's so. not a deal breaker, I'm <laughs> saying. But like, you need to literally annihilate this man. Yeah. Like, he needs to be destroyed. <laughs> Emotionally, he needs to be destroyed. Like you, like, you actually, you need to make him cry. Like, that's how... You need him to make him feel so, he, so bad about himself that he's someone that would say such right. a thing and think such to a thing. To the mother of his children. To the mother of his children whose crime is running around outside with her kids all day. Right. Like, if anything, those mosquito bites should make him hard as a fucking rock. Oh, yeah, that's my wife taking such good care of the kids while I'm out all day, running around, and getting my kids active and fresh air. Oh, I'm going to come. That's what he should be saying. Yeah. Dick. Ugh. So make him cry. That's kind yeah. of the, that's the, the lesson here. But this isn't like, you know, a deal breaker of any sort. No. Sometimes men just like really need to be yelled at. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes people need to be put in their place. Yeah. You, like sometimes people get carried away about one thing or another. Yeah. And sometimes they just like say things without realizing like how deeply hurtful they are because they seem like innocuous, you know, mm -hmm. but they're not. This literally happened to me in bed like literally last week. He said something totally like, it wasn't that big of a deal, but like, once I explained, like, why what he said, I don't want to say it because, like, because whatever. It will sound bad. No, no, no. It won't sound bad at all. But I don't want to, I'll tell you, but, like, I, whatever. It's so stupid. I'm like, whatever. You're entitled to your privacy. So once I explained it, he was like, oh, my God, that was, like, so fucked up of me to say. Like, they just need to be yelled at. Yeah, yeah. No, and, and just, like, see your POV. It happens all the time. Yeah. All right, next up. Th these next two are, like, really bizarre. Hey, Jackson Claude, I recently found out that my fiance got a girl pregnant in college. It was someone he dated for two years and they decided together to not go through with the pregnancy. I know it might not be any of my business given the, given the sensitivities on the topic, but I can't believe he never brought this up before. I find myself wanting to ask more questions about the girl and the circumstances of the decision, but I'm not sure how much I can pry. Anyway, love ya. Bye. How did she find out? I don't know. He must have told her, but like. No, but she's saying like she doesn't want, she feels like she can't bring it up. She, I feel like she found out not from him. No, she said, I can't believe he never brought this up before. Oh. Mm, I don't know. I feel like it's the sort of thing that you tell someone, like, when the conversation comes, comes up. up. It's not something that, like, you have to disclose right. if there hasn't been, like, a prior conversation about it. But it is something that you should have a conversation about. And whenever he did bring it up, um, I feel like you could have asked more questions. And even now, you could be, like... You know, I've been thinking about what you told me. I'm, I appreciate you sharing it with me. I just like, and then ask your questions. Yeah. I know what you're feeling though. It's just this weird thing where like you spend your life with someone, but there's like 20 years or however old there are when you meet them, like of life that they lived without you. And when you find something out, like even Ben, like every now and then we've been together for 10 years. Every now and then I will find something out like crazy, not crazy or just like random from his childhood or whatever. And I'm like, it's the weirdest feeling. To not know. Because, like, you, you're supposed to know this person better than anyone. Yeah. You really can't know everything about everyone, even though this is a big thing. This is a big thing. They're engaged, so it's not like they're, you know, you're finding out this, like, secret about your husband. Like, I feel like it's an okay time for it to be coming up, and I do feel like you should ask your questions and, like, go circle back to the subject and be, like, have whatever conversation you need to have to feel more comfortable about, like, the whole thing. Yeah, and you might end up, like, you know learning things about your partner that make you really like him. Like he was really there for the girl and took care of her and you know, whatever. Like he maybe, maybe he'll end up being the hero of the story, you know? Yeah. Or you'll end up just finding things out. Like you're really proud of him, how he handled it, you know? Yeah. You never know. But ask all your questions. I think that's fair to like pester with questions. To circle back on it. No, and I wouldn't like get, I wouldn't harp on the fact that he didn't tell you. Like, I don't know, fiance actually, whatever. It's just, it's not a big deal, you know? I could see if it like if the if the topic had never come up really, how it might have slipped through the cracks in a non nefarious way. Yeah, yeah, because you don't want to be talking about your old partners like in your new relationship. Right. I, I would let it go, but ask all the questions you want, but don't be mad. Yeah, don't like and don't have feelings or thoughts about it that you feel like you can't share. Like let it out. Yeah, and move forward. All right, our third and final dear toasters. Hey, Jackson Claude, my husband and I are expecting our first child and we just found out it's a girl. We tried for about a year and we are over the moon excited. We started discussing names recently and my husband informed me that he wants to name her after his high school girlfriend, first love, who tragically passed away their senior year. While I understand the sentiment, I do not want to name her that. His mother just told me to settle with a middle name, but that is still weird to me. What do I do? That's really hard. I know. Um, but it's... Like your 
decision. Yeah, no. And if you don't like the, like, if that doesn't work for you, whether it's you don't like the name or you don't like the meaning, meaning. behind it. Uh, I don't think the meaning is bad. Maybe you guys could go with that letter. Right. Do you like the name? It sounds like no. Okay. Um, I, it's, it's a weird feeling to feel like threatened by a person who's like dead, but like yeah, but I get I it. Don't, I don't feel like it's a threatening thing. I think it's like one, it would be like a constant reminder Two, who knows if she has people she wants to name for that. Like n- that now we're naming our her. first born daughter. Like, uh, like I understand why this is not for you. I do feel like it would be really nice if you could find like a small way to honor her. But at the end of the day, like, you're the mother. Like, it is your call. Don't worry. Like, you can do what you want. Yeah. In the hospital, like, they're going to let you sign the paperwork, you know? Yeah. And, like, you're doing all the work. So if you don't like it, by the end of all of the, like, by the time, you know, baby's here and everything, like, you're not going to feel bad about whatever decision you made. No. And, like, I feel like if you want to compromise, this is the perfect example of, like, you know, marriage is a compromise. All right. So let's say her name was Lauren. You don't have to name your baby Lauren, but why don't you have the baby's middle name be Leah? You know? Yeah, start with an L. That's what I'm yeah. saying, the first letter. But like middle name. If you even want to do that. It's, if it's a firstborn in your family, I feel like there's so many people, like your grandparents, aunts, uncles, whoever, like who you want to honor with the name. But it also doesn't sound like that's what it is. I mean, that would be like a good excuse to have if you right. have something like that. But also I understand like you guys, you not wanting this, this does sound like something that would happen in like one of my novels, you know, like he meets a girl and he's so closed off because his first love tragically passed mm-hmm. away. And you know, this new girl slowly prizes open, makes him prize him open, makes him believe in love. And then they realize they're pregnant and you know, they name the baby. Like, yeah. They, but in the epilogue, but it's like, everyone's happy that the, the, yeah. Like the name. Yeah. But that shit doesn't happen in real life. It doesn't have to be that way. Yeah. No, I don't think you have to do it. Like by any means, especially no. if like you don't want to, which it sounds like you don't. Yeah, I think that's fine. Um, but that's awkward. Yeah, it's definitely weird. Yeah. Well, those were Dear Toasters, our weekly advice segment. Please email us, deartoasters at gmail.com or head over to thetoastpodcast.com to submit your anonymous submissions and we'll do our best to help you out through whatever you know minefield you found yourself in. And that's our show. That is our show. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Check out The Redheads and pre-order my children's book, The Camper and the Counselor, available now anywhere you pre-order books. It's not books. available now. Available now for pre-order anywhere you pre-order books. And when does it come out, Jax? October 10th. And what kind of feelings will I feel when I read this gorgeous novel? Novella. You'll feel really warm and yeah. fuzzy. Nostalgic. Nostalgic for sure. And Emotional. Emotional. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for listening to The Toast of the Monday Morning Show, where we deliver the fast-paced stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe, give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere. Podcasting can be found on Spotify, and Stitcher, Buffalo, and Podcasts, and Spotify, and Spotify, and Spotify, and Spotify, and Spotify, and wickedly talented we are. Have an amazing day. We'll see you tomorrow for Friday, Friday. You gotta get down on Friday. Love ya. Bye.